Welcome to Some Good Tea, where we drink some tea and we share some tea. I am your host, Katie, and today I'm sharing some tea with a returning guest. Tyler is back. Say hi, Tyler. Hello, hello. We are so excited to be meeting back up again uh, and sharing some tea. And uh, we're actually sharing some tea that I got Tyler for Christmas. Do you want to introduce our tea? Yes, I have a lovely tea called Christmas in Paris, mm-hmm. and it has a um, a minty aftertone. I don't know how to describe it, but anyways, it has like mint flavor as well oh. as a lovely cocoa, kind of a chocolatey flavor to it. Very, very comforting, very uplifting. I love it. Yeah, this is one of my favorite teas for Christmas time. Uh, the first time I had it was quite a while ago, and then I couldn't find it for a very long time, uh, which was very sad uh, because it's delicious. It's it's just a magical little cup. And I know Christmas is, is over, uh, but it's still wintry, and it's still kind of dismal, and poor Tyler is in Oregon where it's gray all the time. So we needed some cozy tea to sip to cheer us up while we while we talk today. That is true. Here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Oh gosh, I just mm, I love this tea so much. It's so delicious. Oh, uh, but I it's, just took it's another by, swig. It was lovely. Yeah, it's by Stash, guys. And again, it's called Christmas in Paris. Uh, by the time this episode is airing, it might not be available anymore. But if it is, um, we highly recommend. Not a sponsor, just a fan. <laughs> But as per usual, our topic is going to be decided by the role of our 20-sided dice. Um, and Tyler gets to go first. So I will roll. I have my nice little hollow metal dice. If you were here, you could see it. <laughs> but we're recording virtually now. Ooh, um, I got a 14. So Ooh. your first question for the episode is... Does trail running count as hiking? Do you do one or the other or both? Is one superior to the other? This is a fantastic question. (laughs) And I believe that trail running counts as like double hiking. (laughs) Just kidding. Double hiking. Um, So I'm a... (laughs) I, I personally find myself being a hybrid trail runner and hiker. Mm-hmm. because um, especially in Utah, a lot of the hikes you go on are pretty high in elevation. So you're going up a hill and I call that hiking. But as you're coming down, you're usually a little tired or you just kind of, because you're going downhill, tend to jog a little bit. And so you get that kind of trail running aspect of a hike too. So mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I think I think for me, they're both. And I, I definitely enjoy both of those I have had many times where um my outings are like designated either like a hike where I'm more strolling through the woods but mm-hmm. I also have times where I'm like I really want to just go for a run in the woods so for mm-hmm. me I I probably say it's kind of both okay do you find that you like prefer one over the other like if you had to choose um I, I think it depends on my mood like mm-hmm. there's times where um, for example, I was just hiking um, to this area called the the Blue Pool, 
in the McKenzie Willamette area. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was dusk was fast approaching and I wanted to get there before the sunset. So I trail ran. <laughs> so like, like gotta hurry I, up. Yeah. 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 So like my motivation was get to the location so I could see it before the sunset. Yeah. Um, and then I also turned around and ran back because I also was like alone and didn't want animals to find me in the woods at night. So, <laughs> okay, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I think, I think for me, it depends on my motivation, but I also, some of the most like impactful and like most serenity or I don't know the proper word for it, but like peaceful hiking for me is when I take it slow and you can just kind of enjoy mm. what's around you. I don't know. What about you? I, it, it also depends, right? Usually if I'm going on a trail run, I'm like usually by myself. Um, I'm a solo runner kind of person. I like to set my mm-hmm. own pace kind of thing. Me translates to Katie is slow and out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're fine. <laughs> um, but no, I usually if I'm going to trail run, I'm like, okay, I am going on a trail run and I wear my trail running shoes and I have my little backpack like fanny pack thing with the water bottle rather than like a camelback or like the things that I usually take on like a hike um and I'm mostly going for like the view but the training right um I I hate I hate running in like the city on like pavement like I would I hate it so much like I would rather run on a treadmill than run like in a neighborhood So if the weather is good, then, uh, if I can do my training runs on a trail, I'm happier. I'm much happier. Um, so like there are two different things in my brain. Like you kind of end up, you know, you could run on the same trail that you would hike on. I feel like, or you could turn a hike into a run like you were talking about. Um, especially if it's like a, a pretty straightforward trail you're familiar with it and you're either by yourself or with people that have like a similar pace you know mm-hmm. uh, but uh i i like both for different reasons um i like hiking because of like the sites that you get to see and the exploration along the way um and you know taking your time and enjoying the view when you get to wherever you're going um and you can accomplish the same thing on a trail run, but usually like I don't wear headphones if I'm hiking, you know, but if I don't have my tunes while I'm running, even if I am on like a really engaging trail, then I will lose my mind. <laughs> so I'm less focused on like nature when I trail run for sure. Oh yeah. And trail running the, if it's like your own mini obstacle course. So like you have to be very focused yes. on that trail. You're going to biff it, you know, or trip or something and to be. Yeah. And especially if you're downhill running, like I'm very focused on my footing mo- most of the time, like unless I'm stopping because I have to sip some water or something where I have a rock in my shoe, I'm not looking around at the view. I'm looking at the trail <laughs> to make sure I don't biff it uh or or something um but when I'm hiking like you're you're looking around you're seeing the sights here you pay attention to the trail too but not not to the same intensity I feel like so um I don't feel like one is superior to the other I feel like they're two two different things in the same like genre you know 
Definitely. And I, and I honestly, I feel like because you can hybrid them together in the same, like the same outing that like, you know, you just got your own pace and you decide how you're feeling, you know, Yeah. gallop if you want to. <laughs> Gallop <laughs> if you want to. If you're if you're in the moment and you're feeling it. That could be a fun little like workout shirt. It has like <laughs> a coat. Gallop if you want to. <laughs> I yeah, love that. well well as we're talking, I was just thinking like like some trails in Utah that I think are perfect for chill running, especially like Utah's foothills along the the Wasatch Front. They're like by Draper as well as like the Provo's like the Y Mountain there. Like there's a lot of fun trail running areas that you can just get out and and then it's not too far of a drive too my absolute favorite and basically it became my like go-to trail to run uh in logan utah was the bonneville shoreline trail um oh yes yep it goes between logan canyon and green canyon i believe it's called and oh yeah green canyon i know good memories there It's a cute little canyon and it has a ton of good hikes. And because this trail connects to that canyon, it can become a very long trail, right? You can like, cause you could run along the shoreline and then run up Green Canyon and connect to a bunch of the hikes that go back there. Um, so it can be a really, really long trail or like 90% of the time I was just running the shoreline trail Cause it was actually really, really close to campus. I could walk from campus and use that as my warm up for the trail. <laughs> like, and then I could run the trail and be back. And that was like my break, you know, for lunch or whatever, or at the end of the day. Um, and like, I have just like so many fond memories of running that shoreline trail. Um, and Uh, like being able to enjoy the view of the valley, but also getting, because it, it's a shoreline trail, so it goes kind of, there's plenty of up and down. It's not like running up a canyon like you normally would. Uh, so I liked it because you could kind of cross train <laughs> a little bit um, and still like enjoy the view of the valley without uh, being like in the city. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a Bonneville trail in almost every valley because they had that same system in Utah County, like in Provo area and like by Pleasant Grove. And I love that. You could, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It was a big lake, right? It was a lake. Yeah. <laughs> but fun. Good first question. Um, For those who are just figuring it out, we're talking about hiking and, and camping and outdoorsy stuff. Um, So I will roll the dice and see what question I get. Oh, no. I got a one. <laughs> What does that mean? Um, it means you, my question's going to be kind of cringy. <laughs> Have you ever been injured or ill on a hike or a camping trip? <laughs> What happened? What did you do? Um, Ouch. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm curious about this one for you too. I've never had like a, like a really serious injury. Really, like, ever. <laughs> well, okay, I guess I broke my foot, like, one time. But, like, 
I have never been like attacked by a bear or something when I was camping or anything like that. Um, but I do have, um, uh, chronic migraines and they like to do whatever they like to do. Um, and, uh, I guess like, it's not really an injury, but illness, right? Um, I was at Dinosaur National Monument last spring. Um, we had some friends that were running in a marathon there and I had been wanting to go back. I'd been once before, uh, and I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. And so when my friend was like, Hey, I'm going to run this marathon. I was like, Oh my gosh, how about we all go with you? We could do the hikes in the national park and stuff and, uh, hang out and have like a nice little weekend. So that's what we did. Um, and it was like, I think it was the first day that we were like fully there, you know, cause we drove there and then, uh, kind of hung out and then spent the second day, like hiking and seeing the museum and going around the park. Um, it was beautiful weather. It was May. And so it wasn't too hot or anything like that. Um, but by the end of that day, I was not doing great. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was just because like, of all the hikes, if I was like, I needed to drink more Powerade or if it was just like my migraine being the way it was going to be. But I had a migraine that was bad. Like it was really, really bad. Um, to the point that my, um, my friends that evening, we had gone back to our Airbnb and I was still just like so sick. Um, and they were freaking out. They were pretty freaked out. So we ended up going to the hospital because I was, um, I was so dehydrated from, from being sick from my migraine that they were like, yeah, we're taking you to the ER. <laughs> Ouch. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. Um, so, and that was good because it meant like, I don't know. I've never, ever gone to the ER for a migraine before. Usually when they're that bad, I just like cease to exist for multiple days, um, until I bounce back. Uh, but it, it was good because they were able to like, you know, help the nausea to stop and get my pain level down and get me on, you know, fluids and get me all rehydrated. And I ended up actually being able to sleep, which was really good. And, you know, we took the next day a little bit easier and that was good, but I was actually able to enjoy, um, the rest of my trip. But uh, yeah, that that's definitely the most serious illness I've had while I was on a like hiking, camping excursion. Um, we weren't really truly camping. You know, we had an Airbnb, but we were spending like the majority of the time in the park. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. My migraines kind of do what they want to. But uh, that one was that one was rough. <laughs> that one was really rough. Oh, I'm so glad you survived it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. My friends were so nice, though, and, like, the people at the ER, I mean, they were great. I had a great team. Uh, I was pretty freaked out at the time, but I, I survived. <laughs> well, I'm just, as you're talking, too, I was th just thinking about my negative experiences, and I have <laughs> two that come to mind that are kind of short, but... Okay. Um. So when I was younger, I was on a backpacking trip with some oh. like 
kids my own age and stuff and we were with like our uh i did scouting when i was younger and so i we were with our troop and we were up at red castle in the uintas and we were on our way back and uh, a friend of mine at the time we were like we were just like in that like we're gonna lead the pack we're gonna get ahead of everybody and get back to our truck before they did so Anyways, we were like maybe I'd say like a mile or half mile ahead of our group when we started going from like this meadow into these like kind of thick pine trees. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking, all of a sudden I heard this like, I, I still feel like it was like this assistance, like divine assistance or something. But all of a sudden I, I hear this like click and I looked to the right and there was a mama moose and her baby calf like running alongside us. What? And and you know how like protective mama mooses are, right? Like yes. I I immediately froze and the words that came out of my mouth were like, Mama Moose. <laughs> like I just remember like I call out oh and my, gosh. my my friend and I, it was just two of us, you know, we were like, you know, yeah. thirteen years old or whatever. And yeah. I just remember we froze and I just was like my the moose stopped like maybe you know they were they were like running the tree line and we were like on the trail so like we still we, we probably had like 30 feet and then we oh kind of froze and then mo- you know yeah, yeah but then all, all of a sudden like that mama moose just like put her head down and was like looking and started walking towards us my friend kind of took off and ran away and I was still kind of frozen oh. and oh no and it, anyways it got to a point where she was like 10 feet in front and I could see kind of the whites of her eyes you know and she started kind of mad. swaying oh my god yeah and so anyways and so I I at that point I kind of took that as like let's get going I started taking a few steps back slowly and then I finally turned around and god. I was just thinking the whole time I'm like okay do I just curl up in a ball if it comes at me or what and anyways and I just remember yeah. as I was able to start running away I just was like don't come after me and I looked behind me and she was like smell on the ground where we were and stuff but Oh. that was that was definitely one of those like do I need new underwear after this experience yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> just because it was it was it was it was it was formative it, it I was a little nervous um, to go hiking for a little while after that but it was it was also really kind of a, a cool experience I, I'm still just like when I look back I'm like that was a, a neat experience but scary and also like I I'm grateful for my ears because <laughs> I heard that little like twig break you know yeah but yeah anyway so that was run just right through you you wouldn't have known oh yeah I, anyways that was so that was like that was one of my big like spooky um hiking experiences I never I never really thought of this as like all that harrowing but I guess it's kind of freaky um I was on a trail run in Florida actually um in like what was it it was like outside of Ocala um I was there for like a like a training thing that went for like a week at a time you know and I would come and stay and do the training and then go and every time I was there I was like I've never been here before I should find like a trail or a place to visit or a park so that I can just see this area of the country that I've never been to and may never come to again Um, So I had found this place. I should look up what the place was called. It was like this little reserve. Um, And they had a bunch of trails and this cute little like river system that you could, you could pay to like float down the river system, but you didn't have to pay to like, just, you know, walk around and explore the trails and see the, you know, the pretty moss covered trees and stuff. It's beautiful, beautiful area. Um, 
and I was on this trail and I was actually finished. I had finished my trail run um, and I already knew about the alligators. Um, so this isn't an alligator story. I did see a lot of alligators, um, but I stayed away from the water because I was like, mm -mm, nope, nope. I'm gonna keep all my toes and hands and fingers. Thank you. Um, so I was on the way back to the car. I was maybe like five minutes away from like the parking lot and stuff. Uh, and I'm going along. I haven't seen like a ton of people, but there was like a decent amount of people like throughout this park in these trail systems. Um, and ahead of me, I saw what looked like a dog with its head like down in the bush, maybe like 20. Just stuck in the bush. <laughs> well, like he was sniffing, you know, like he had his head down <laughs> sniffing in the bush and you could see his like back end, but you couldn't see the front end. And he looked from that distance, it looked like a grayish colored dog like a medium size maybe like 30 40 pound dog right um and you know so I immediately am like looking because I know there's nobody behind me right so I was kind of looking ahead to see like oh I didn't know people could bring their animals here like I wouldn't run on these trails with a dog off leash with alligators but you know people make choices every day um and I got just a teensy bit closer like a couple steps really and its head came up and it was not a dog. Um, it was a macaque. Oh, random. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. There, There's so many things about this story that's like so Florida, right? And I found yeah. out more later on, but it was a very large male macaque monkey. Um, and I stopped dead in my tracks. And like at first, I my brain didn't really register like what I was seeing. And then it did. And I was like, oh, F. <laughs> um, so I just like stopped because he was in front of me, like blocking the trail. There was like a little side trail that I could take if I went back a little bit, but I didn't know where it went. And so I was like, oh, I don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do with For all it. things, he, he could have followed you onto that side trail too, you know? I know, I know. And it was like, I don't, I don't, I know what to do for moose or bears or mountain lions. Like, what do you do for a macaque? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. That would be so scary. <laughs> it was pretty freaky. And so like, I think we both kind of like saw each other and kind of freaked out at the same moment because he like looked up and then kind of did this like, whoa, kind of thing. Uh, and then he like kind of like shouldered up and like took this like stance and I was like, okay. So I just started backing up, you know, I would, I just started backing up. I was like, I can't keep my, I can't turn my back on this thing. Cause who knows what it will do, but I'm just going to back it up. I'm just going to back away and go to that side trail and go wherever it takes me. <laughs> so, um, and he did charge me. He, he rushed forward maybe like five or 10 steps, you know? But I was far enough back at that point. It, he was just, you know, he was seeing if I was bluffing, you know, trying to get his spoof on. But it was freaky. I Oh, wow. I had never I'd seen them in zoos, you know, <laughs> and on and on nature documentaries. But I those are not native to Florida and I didn't know what to do. So I just backed out of there. And <laughs> uh, once I got to like the side trail, I just kind of kept backing sideways to keep an eye on him. Uh, and then as soon as I was out of sight, I like booked it. Uh, and thankfully that trail kind of wove around and came to the backside of where the parking lot was. Um, as far as I know, he didn't follow me. Um, but I, 
Instead he's of, like in the bushes looking through the vet you <laughs> drive away <laughs> instead of cooling down from my run i i had warmed back up again <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but i mean it, yeah i mean later you're, on. you're right yeah so i was just gonna say like that's yeah. unless you get some special training like you're never really prepared for a, a wild monkey on a hiking yeah, trail you know this thing was substantial like very large well if we ever go to florida you'll have to take me there because i would love to see the. <laughs> I'd love i to would see them there. actually love to take you there um we should be careful though because it was pretty it was very aggressive <laughs> oh i imagine oh fun times well um i think we have some time for a couple more questions i will roll the dice for you oh here we go <clears throat> that is an eight have you ever been hiking somewhere you should probably never have gone to in the first place uh, I prom yes I I would say hmm. so okay <laughs> <laughs> gotta be so, well I I think when I'm going to take this question, I'm going to twist it into maybe I shouldn't have been hiking there versus like That's being fair. an off-limits spot. Mm -hmm. So um, I had this goal of like hiking all, there's, there's a, they call it the Seven Peaks in Utah County and it, and it starts south with Mount Nebo and, and goes up all the way to Lone Peak. Mm -hmm. And anyway, there's Seven Peaks. I've hiked um, six of them. Oh, and I so And I still... Yeah, I have one more peak to go, but now that I've gotten older and a little bit wiser with my hiking, <laughs> there have been some sketchy moments on some of those peaks that I like reflect back on, and I'm like, I probably should, I probably shouldn't have been on there, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, two of them come to mind. One of them was Mount Nebo. I last time I went there the mountains, there's a lot of shale, so like there's lots of like kind of rock that's just like crumbly rocks like you step and you like will move a little bit you know Ooh, um and that. it's not, and it's yeah it's not necessarily not necessarily like a drop off but it's still steep but like it's like kind of loose rock mm -hmm. and I was trying to scramble up a little bit and I just kind of kept I'd scramble up and then it would kind of slide back down a little bit and then I cool. anyways it just for me I uh I kind of freaked myself out and so anyways that was one of those moments I was like, you know what? I don't need to push myself to try and get to the top of this peak. It was a, I was going for a second time to the, to the peak. And so I just, that was one of those times where I was like, I probably shouldn't be hiking this, you know, because that was, yeah. it was a little, it was a little freaky. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, there was one time I was hiking Lone Peak with some friends and you have to boulder the last part, which means you have to like kind of crawl over yeah, rocks and to, stuff. Like, be a monkey yourself and like kind of free climb, mm -hmm. just a teensy bit. It's a baby free climb, but it's a free climb. <laughs> exactly. And anyways, we were almost we were summiting, and Lone Peak is it's pretty incredible. Like it, the yeah. the peak that juts out. It's it's kind of like being like on a di like a big diving board platform because it's really flat. You can stand and it's it's just like drop off. But anyways, there was one part as I was trying to summit the back, like like the the bouldering part, and I was clinging to a rock, and that was one moment I like looked down and I was like, I I am stuck, <laughs> you know, and so I, I like I looked and I was able to, like my 
my friend that that was helping me was I was hiking with me was kind of like you need to move this way now <laughs> you know like yeah yeah and so like those are just, those are just some moments where I'm like in that moment I'm like should I have been there you know and I'm I'm grateful that I was able to like accomplish it and like go you know summit and stuff like that but there's just there's just moments like that that I'm like mm. you know you got to learn your boundaries especially on hikes you know like you don't yeah. always have to be incredible or you know what I mean it was just one of those things that I was just I, I learned recently that it's it, it's it's your own journey like there's no there's nobody grading you there's no like award awaiting you you know what I mean so yeah. it's like like the 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 hike is is the journey itself like wherever you get to is okay like if it's a choice between completing the hike and being dead <laughs> maybe you should yeah like use life yeah <laughs> it's like yeah like don't be stupid <laughs> yeah but you know I, I still have goals to finish the last peak I have to do um cascade peak that's the last one I have it's just um be, it separates Provo Canyon from Timpanogos mm-hmm. and that one anyways that one's it's probably one of the harder ones that's left but I hope to do it someday but it's uh anyways that was one of those times that I had yeah. that I was like, for me, it was one of those like maybe you shouldn't have been on on the on some of those hikes in those moments, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I I kind of like that because so um, I tend to for the topics for this podcast, uh, unless it's Halloween, uh, which is the best time of the year, uh, I tend to <laughs> yes. not pick like seasonal stuff. Just because it's just so like on the nose, I feel like. Um, and so this being the month of January, I didn't choose to talk about things like setting you New Year's goals and how is this new year going to be for you? Like, uh, no. Nope. <laughs> yes. But I actually love how you were saying that because I was thinking like, my gosh, this is such a good. And I've thought about that a lot. How like being out in nature when you're camping, when you're hiking, when you're rock climbing or bouldering or uh, even like snowshoeing or whatever you do as you're outside, there's a lot of that that can apply to just kind of like and be an analogy of life. And I just like how you were saying, like, you don't have to finish the hike. There's no, nobody's there to like award you a medal. Nobody's going to grade you. Like you, you went to just go but there's nobody pointing a gun at you and making you finish and there's no shame in turning around at any point uh and I feel like that's such a good life lesson too when we're trying to tackle more than we can chew you know uh Mm -hmm. like who are you really doing these goals for like who are you really becoming this person for like because the only one who's going to be giving you a medal at the end would be like yourself right so is this really something that yourself wants to do and become and accomplish? Or are you needlessly scaling the side of a mountain where you might fall to your death for no point, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But, but that type A personality in me, though, to like uh-huh. accomplish goals definitely yeah. is like is is yelling at you and you're on the peak. But of course. And there's a lot to but, be said yeah. for that, for pushing yourself whether it's for, you know, like your hike or for accomplishing things in life and stretching yourself, but there's, there's balance in all things, you know? And I like how you, I like how you say that, like, 
like I'm like I'm grateful I've hiked all those peaks and I now that I only have one like I, I definitely want to get that accomplished but mm-hmm. like you said like I I think sometimes you you have to be mindful of your your surroundings and and where you're at and yeah if it's worth it or not yeah and like who are you really doing it for right if if it's if it's your hikes like who are you really hiking those peaks for like what are you mm-hmm. really doing it for um or if it's like career goals or um your your own health and fitness goals like wh- what are you really like doing this for and is it is it really worth the journey because you have to do the journey too right you have to do the journey to get to where you're going mm-hmm. uh and if you're just going to hate it <laughs> if you're just going to hate it the whole time and especially i feel like we we like to beat up on ourselves you know like you would probably feel really bad if like you had gotten to that hike right where you had to boulder at the end you'd probably kind of feel like really bad and really almost ashamed if you'd been like you know what guys like i don't have it in me i can't i can't summit this right now i feel like that would have been really really hard yeah you know i mean but i also just like thinking back on those hikes and i'm like I had a I had a great time hiking them. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you don't ever want to discredit the journey you did create, you know, or the that you did accomplish. Yeah. And like I don't know. Oh, I love how we're getting all philosophical. I love it. <laughs> it happens. It happens on this podcast. But but yeah, uh, I, I I have always felt like like there's there's things especially to like rock climbing or hiking or tr- especially like running that are like great analogies to life and like it's not just the end goal, right? It's not just the end goal that you should be reaching for. It's also the journey that you should be enjoying and looking forward to and, and living in every step of the way. Uh, and if you, if you have to turn around, you made, you made it as far as you made it. And that's, that's good. That's good. So like, like, some of my favorite hikes that I like I've done with you are just like when we go in hammocks, you know what I mean? We go and yeah. we yeah. hike until we find a good spot and then we relax and we turn around, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. I think our, our, your approach to nature is like, yeah, there's sometimes you were in the trail run, you want to go work out, you want to get that energy, you know, the exercise in, but then other times it needs to be a therapy. It needs to be relaxing. It needs to be, mm-hmm you know, that discovery and, and excitement that way too, you know? Yeah. More of like a, a meditative, uh, introspective, you know, awareness exercise almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both are, both are good and both are valuable and both can, you know, just teach you things about life. But yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that. I want you to finish hiking those peaks. You were so close. You got one more to well, go. I bet you could do it. I, I... Oh, I'm, I bet I could too. I just, I have to like, it's like 13 miles and I'm like, I just got to get back in shape with, yeah, I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to put a little bit more effort to finish it. And anyways, I, I, I did attempt to do it once, but the weather got so bad that it was like too windy. And I was, anyways, I'd made it, I made it to like the saddle Mm -hmm. and I, I probably had, anyways, I just was like, ah, I'll turn back. And I did because it was getting too dark it just getting too too bad of weather up there but be kind of an i will accomplish doing those kinds of hikes too because you have like the weather can play such a huge point 
in it, the time of year. Like, it's not just like, oh, am I capable enough? It's like, is the mountain going to let me get there? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I bet you could do it. I bet you could. Well, let's roll the dice one more time and see what we get for our last question. Um, this is, what is that? Oh my gosh, this dice. That is a nine. <laughs> Glamping versus camping. What's the difference in size? Which do you prefer? <laughs> Have you done both? <laughs> well, I think we both have, I don't know. I've done both. I don't know. Have you done both? I have gone glamping one time. Uh and uh it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know as we get older we're like, do I really want to be dirty? Do I really want to sleep on a rock? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like Yeah. yeah. But there's I am a... okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I was just saying like at my ripe age now, I have, <laughs> I have found right that I, <laughs> I, I enjoy a glamp setting where I will, I'll go out and hike from sunrise to even sunset or even in the dark, or whatever. But yeah. when it comes to like the comfort, I, I want to have a comfortable, warm sleeping spot, mm -hmm. and preferably, you know, I not like freezing cold you know what I mean like yeah. I just you know what I mean yeah. I, I've done it all but I just it's hard it's hard when you're sleeping in the cold and your hip is like numb from laying on the hard ground yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean that's true that's true um I I really like like roughing it camping for you know reasons right but I also the one time that I've gone glamping, I really liked. Uh, I kind of did it out of just necessity for needing a place to stay. Uh, and I was like, well, this seems like nice. Uh, and it's kind of kind of like camping, but kind of not. So we'll we'll give it a try and see. Um, I I think it depends on your goals and what you're doing this trip for uh and what you enjoy because yeah like if you're gonna spend all day and like sun up to sundown well into the dark like out in the wilderness sweating climbing up sides of mountains traipsing through lakes and rivers or wherever you are uh, and then you want to sleep in an actual bed after having showered in an actual shower and the bed just happens to be like in this cute little like yurt situation. I don't <laughs> feel like you should feel ashamed of that at all. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like you should be ashamed of that at all because like then you're going to be really well rested and you can go and do your like little adventure again tomorrow without your numb hip. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I I do really like like have so many fond memories of like the rough in it camping thing of like if you're lucky you have a sleeping pad that you brought along or whatever. But I'm also I've never had a hard time like 
fully just passing out on the hard ground. Like, <laughs> yeah, I it's never had a hard time with that. Man, I so I learned the hard way. Uh, when I when I was living in Canada, I went like camping at like this like group camp out, and I didn't have a tent, so I was like, I'll just sleep in the back of my friend's truck on like the bed or whatever. Anyways. Hum yeah. camping in humidity is not good if you're like wearing the same clothes and stuff like I remember shivering like I don't know and I'm just thinking back on like some of those like yeah rough in it moments and it's like no I definitely prefer glamping if if I can and mm -hmm. then you can still you can still enjoy the the outdoor activities too you don't have to suffer <laughs> that's fair well and I I feel like too anytime I've done like like tent on the ground camping uh I've always been like like I have I have a good I have a really good tent I have really good sleeping bags for like different weather and stuff um so I've I've never been in a situation where it's like well I've got me and I've got like my my friend's truck and this one blanket and we're just gonna make it work you know so like there's an aspect to like making camping more enjoyable and still calling it camping and not calling it glamping um, but there's a lot more work and effort that goes into it for sure. Like, you know, like if you want hot water the next morning, you better know how to make and start a fire and you better have, uh, you know, like your little, your little camping teapot or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've been lucky that I've always like either been with the right people who had the stuff or I have since gotten my own things. Um, but uh, my one experience glamping, I, I've i I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it because it gives you all of the, like, shoot, dude, I had Wi-Fi. Like, I had freaking Wi-Fi and I was playing Dungeons and Dragons with my friends online in a tent outside of Yellowstone. <laughs> like, That's I, so cool. <laughs> I, I felt so cool. And I actually, I want to go back there real bad. Um, but I know like me, I would have still had just as much fun rough, roughing it camping. I was traveling alone, however, which is part of the reason why I chose to camp in the setting that I did because there was other people and it was less sketchy. Um, but I don't think anybody should hate on one or the other. Uh, I really, really like camping and um, my one experience with glamping, I've really enjoyed. I want to do it again. I'm all for the glamping. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> well, next time I go to Yellowstone, you should come with me. Oh, I, I would love that. I'm still trying to, I have this goal to visit all the national parks. There's mm -hmm. 64. So it, it's oh. definitely a, a, a hefty pursuit, but I'm a Anyways, let's go glamp through all 64. Okay. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, I've already got plans. I'm going back to Dinosaur this year. Uh, we're gonna go also down to Canyonlands. Um, and oh, I've awesome. never been to um uh, Gunnison before, but we're gonna go to the Black Canyon of Gunnison, and I'm really excited about that. So. There's still more time. It's just the beginning of the year. So we can make plans. We could go on adventures. We could get chased by moose. We could meet a couple mama moose along the way, right? Yeah, meet some moose. Maybe go to Florida and find those freaking macaques. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But can I just say, I uh-huh. I think hiking is one of the best activities because you like we talked about this whole time. Like, there's so many fun adventures from adventuring. Yeah, and it's it's therapeutic. It's good exercise, and there's just something powerful about being in nature that just does the mind real good. So, I agree, hundred percent. Despite the despite the you know the ups and downs, like it's so worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, for being on another podcast episode. This is all we have time for today, guys. But we will talk at you later. Thank you. Bye.